thank you uh, so much for, uh, you know, giving us your attention and giving us this opportunity to share the Lord's story here. Uh, my name is Jared Sullivan, and this is my wife, Leanne. Uh, last November, we celebrated 13 years of marriage. We have a 10-year-old daughter and an 8-year-old son. Uh, I grew up in Oklahoma and was raised by two wonderful Christian parents. Who s they set a great example of what a husband and wife uh, should look like. I am the third of four children and the only boy. Uh, we grew up going to church uh, every Sunday morning, Sunday evening, Wednesday evening, um, and any church function that happened through the week in between those days. Uh, we were forcefully but lovingly submerged in church. Uh, I accepted Christ as an early teen and pursued him strongly until my senior year in high school when I began to experiment with drugs, alcohol, and sex. While I maintained an image of a Christian young man with my family and church, I was living, I was living a secret life with a different set of friends. Uh, during this time, I went to college at the University of Oklahoma on a scholarship, but left after my first semester to pursue a life of rebellion and full-time partying. I had rebelled against my parents and, more importantly, abandoned my relationship with Christ. Uh, one year later, or a year later, I had I decided to return to OU and finish my degree, although my partying lifestyle continued. Shortly after returning, I met a beautiful blonde girl in a bar. Hello, I'm Leanne. Um, I was born here in Dallas. Um, my parents were married in their very young 20s. They had my sister and I, and soon after, they got a divorce. Um, they, I really ha don't have any memory of my parents being married. Um, really, not many memories of their uh, relationship at all. Um, both of my parents remarried and divorced again when I was a child. My sister and I were primarily raised by my mom in a single-parent household after my dad left and wasn't consistently involved in our lives. My mom struggled with mental illness, and as a result, our childhood was unstable. We were exposed to drug and alcohol abuse. We were physically and emotionally abused. My childhood themes were worry, insecurity, and fear. As a result, I focused on school, sports, and friends, and tried to be the perfect child so I could stay out of trouble. There was no daily pursuit of faith in my household, at this point, I did not have, nor did I understand what a relationship with Christ was. I found myself at the University of Oklahoma after I graduated high school. During college, I began to think that if I worked hard enough to make my life different than it was during my childhood, I would be happy and fulfilled. I looked to friends and relationship with guys to distract me from my insecurities. In 2005, I met a handsome, also blonde, hilarious guy in a bar, and I knew I wanted to spend the rest of my life with him. We have a picture of his beautiful blonde hair, too. There we go. That's what's up. Um, so, uh, after I met Leanne, I pursued her strongly, and with my great personality and uh, my dashing good looks, uh, it didn't take long for her to come around. Uh, we began a serious relationship shortly after meeting um, Sorry. In our relationship, an important part of our life was socializing and drinking with our friends. As time went on, Leanne became less involved in the college party scene, and I continued or revved up my partying. 
When confronted by Leanne about my drinking, I had an excuse that it wasn't a big deal because I was still in college and that was normal. We were married in 2008, just before I graduated from college. We moved to Dallas a month after our wedding. We were newly married, working full-time, and my drinking continued with a shifted excuse that it was necessary for networking at work functions. In our marriage, conflict resolution and communication was difficult. Since my parents never argued in front of me, I never saw an example of marital conflict resolution. Leanne had only seen conflict in marriage result in divorce. With my tendency to withdraw and lack of leadership, this led to lots of unresolved conflict in our marriage. All right, so after a year of dating Jared, um, my father passed away suddenly. Uh, This was the first time that Jared and I really had struggle in our relationship. I didn't really feel supported by him during this time. Um, Even though communication struggles and unmet expectations um, were in place during our dating with no resolution, I was convinced marriage was the answer to all of our problems. I believed that I could learn to overlook, um, could learn to overlook things, or I could change Jared into who I wanted him to be. My struggle with wanting control began to take deep, deep root during this time. I was seeking happiness and security, and I was looking to Jared to provide that to me. I brought many insecurities from my past into our relationship, and it led to immediate mistrust with Jared even before he had a chance to make a mistake. God was working during this time, but I did not know it. Jared's family is amazing. Um, They immediately started sharing the gospel with me and had been praying for me long before they met me. I did not respond at the time, but one day I would understand their pursuit of Jared and I. Less than a year into our marriage, I had to start traveling for work. I spent weekdays away from work, and came home on the weekends. Alcohol was no longer filling the void, so I decided to turn to drugs. On and off for the next four to five years, I would use drugs to cope with with stress in my life. It was an escape for me, and I hid it from Leanne, obviously. I did find moments of real conviction when I thought about how I was failing to lead my family as a father and husband. I would find myself praying to God that Leanne would catch me so I would be forced to make a change. Where I can be was described in Psalms 69, 1 and 2. Save me, O God, for the waters have threatened my life. I have sunk into the deep mire, and there is no foothold. I have come into deep waters, and a flood overflows me. God was faithful and answered this prayer. In 2014, Leanne found out and confronted me about my drug use. After initially denying it, I finally confessed to all that had been happening Although this was an important first step toward healing our marriage, it was temporary because we were still looking to all the wrong things um, as a fix for our marriage. While Jared traveled, the physical distance led to more emotional distance between us. We had our first child in 2011, and my life was forever changed. I was able to find a new identity, security, and happiness in being a mom. This only gave me more things to feel like I needed to gain control over. Controlling my environment had become a way I felt like I could make our lives more stable and secure. I was a worried mom, and I was a distant wife. I did not give Jared the attention or love that a wife is called to give their husband, because I was spending all of my time planning our every decision. The thought of my relationship with Jared coming before my children was foreign to me. 
At this time, Jared's drinking didn't seem to be as frequent, but each time he drank, conflict in our marriage would escalate. We were not resolving conflict during this time. I would react to his behavior by threatening to leave with our daughter if he didn't stop. I was in denial that I had any part in our marital problems. <laughs> there. <laughs> uh, while Jared withdrew, I gladly stepped up and became very controlling of our life, our family decisions, and our schedule. We had our second child in 2013. My day-to-day -day life was busy with two kids under two, and I continued to allow our marriage to become less and less of a priority. When I found out about his drug use, I was devastated. I reacted by giving him an ultimatum, get help or lose your family. Once again, I wanted him to be fixed since I thought he was the problem, and my frustration continued to grow that I had not been able to change him. Proverbs 21 speaks of the wife that I was. Better to live in the desert than with a quarrelsome and nagging wife. After a few months of trying to fix our problems alone and being very isolated, we heard about re-engage. We decided to go, and I was extremely scared. I hoped to see major change in Jared. Little did I know how much change needed to happen in me. It was easy to be deceived to think that Jared was the major problem in our marriage, and he just needed to stop doing drugs and drinking and withdrawing, and everything would be okay. Would oh, worldly advice validated my thoughts of him being the issue. That same thinking likely would have led me to think I didn't deserve this treatment and I should leave him. I was in for a rude awakening. During our time at Reengage, God started working on my heart. When I came to re-engage, I did it reluctantly. I knew I wanted my marriage to be better, and I knew I didn't want to lose my wife and kids, so I agreed to bear down and push through it. Every week, we came and found a little more hope. We found a lot of encouragement and love from a very great, great leader couple, Clark and Candy Lauderdale. Uh, a very important part in this moment of our story, uh, always we always like to highlight, um, that re-engage was not what saved our marriage. Clark and Candy were not who saved our marriage. Um, yes, the Lauderdales were instrumental in God's plan to bring us closer to him. And yes, the re-engage material is tremendously helpful in, in equipping uh, my wife and I to address and work through issues, seek and offer forgiveness, better communicate, better serve, and better understand one another. But even after finishing re-engage, I still was missing the key ingredient to really equip me to lead my family well. That ingredient was, of course, my relationship with Christ. I hadn't fully returned to him, but once I made that decision to swallow my pride and admit I needed God, I found, even after being gone for so long, a father that never stopped waiting for my return, a father that still had open arms ready to receive his imperfect son. Job 22:23 says, If you return to the Almighty, you will be restored, if you remove unrighteousness far from your tent. The moment I returned, I found that restoration in Christ. I found that a weight I wasn't intended to carry was lifted from me. Our marriage is far from perfect, and we still fall short every day. But he is always there awaiting our return with open arms. While doing a lesson on God's grace during re-engage, I learned about the undeserved love that the Lord has for me. I started to understand that God loved me, no matter what I had done in the past. I saw that he had not forgotten me, even in my most difficult moments as a child. 
His plan was beyond my understanding, like in Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. I was not perfect. I had sinned, and I was not being a devoted wife. I was investing in everything but my marriage. The Lord knew I would fall short in this life, and he sent his son to die for me so that I would no longer have to be separated from him. As a parent, I had to soak that in. He let his son die for me. I had been seeking a secure and happy life, but I'd missed the most important part. He is all the security that I need. With a lot of guidance from Christian women, I began to pursue a relationship with the Lord and put my focus on him, and he began to do work in me. The Lord showed me that I had a part in our marital problems. I was looking for Jared to be my security and my happiness. I was not giving Jared the opportunity to lead or trusting that he was able to. I'd been trying to control him and his actions for so long that it forced him to withdraw. I found that when I stopped trying to control our marriage and our lives, Jared began to seek the Lord to lead. This was not easy for me, but I wasn't giving God a chance to work in Jared's heart. There is no greater joy to me than having a husband take a leadership role in our family. As a daughter of Christ, I learned many things. I started as a fearful, anxious, self-centered, and mistrusting woman. I now seek to be more trusting, God-centered, and content. A verse that I've relied on many times as a believer is in Philippians 4, verses 6 and 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. It has been amazing watching Leanne transform into a God-fearing wife and mother. Immediately after turning her life over to Christ, she heavily pursued a, re a personal relationship with him. It was extremely encouraging to watch, and it motivated me to be the husband and father that I know God had called me to be. I had the privilege of baptizing her uh, three years ago. I think we have maybe a picture. Um, uh, this used to be the... It's okay. Hold your applause. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Um, this used to be the end of our story, but in March of 2018, the Lord began to work on us again. After Leanne had a minor outpatient procedure, her surgeon made a mistake, and she was unexpectedly in the hospital fighting for her life. We were looking at an uncertain tomorrow and frustrated at the mistake of the surgeon that would change our lives. These were the most difficult circumstances we had ever faced as a family. The enemy wanted, wanted us to go back to our old ways and believe we had stepped into battle alone with no weapons to fight. But we were quickly reminded that God had given us all we needed in, yeah. in Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 10, it reads, two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity the one who falls and has no one to help them up. Jared led our family through a difficult several months as God slowly healed my body. Jared did not do this by his own strength. He sought strength from the Lord. He prayed relentlessly. He trusted the Lord's plan for us was good, even when we were just getting by minute by minute. He accepted help from our wonderful family and our community around us. 
I could spend hours telling you the beautiful stories about the way Jared loved me well through this time. In years past, this trial would have looked very different. I can't imagine the destruction and darkness that this would have brought into our family had we not had the Lord and his people surrounding us. I'm thankful for the complete transformation in my husband. It is a change that the world would have told me could not have happened. Thank you. And a change that doesn't make sense. People once advised me to leave him. If I had listened to that advice during those dark times in our marriage, I would have missed out on these wonderful years with a man who loves me well. Our children would have spent the last eight years in a broken home. We were not capable of making it through these things, but the Lord is, and he has provided a way to turn our ashes into beauty. We celebrated our 13th year anniversary last year. So we realized through our trials, we must consistently be on guard. In the small successes, we always see some common factors. So to leave you with a little something here, a list of five things that are always present when our marriage is going well. I'll start with C's, so easy to remember for you. Uh, community, surrounding ourselves with a community of other Christ followers has been essential. Two, confession, keep short accounts with one another, confessing and asking forgiveness when we do stumble. Three, circle, stay in your own circle and continue to work on yourself, overlooking small offense, offenses with one another. Four, commitment, never turning our back on the covenant that we have made to stay together and pursue oneness in our marriage. And finally, Christ, the most important is keeping Christ at the center of your marriage. When that relationship does not come first, our other relationships will suffer. Thank you for letting us share. We have a, yeah, there you go. Oh.